Hello and welcome to the Press Start Podcast, Press Start Australia's weekly video game discussion podcast. I'm your host, Ewan, joined today by my fellow gamers and co-hosts, Shannon. Hello. Kieran. Hello. James. Hello. And, and my inflection made it sound like there was going to be someone else, <laughs> but it's just me. A surprise guest. <laughs> and you <laughs> Uh, Shannon, you have some news. Would you like to share it with the class? I do. So I posted on Twitter this week that I am moving into a new role at the same company. I don't know if that was made clear for anyone that doesn't necessarily know the inner workings of SCA, our parent company. But yes, I am staying with SCA, moving into a new role. We'll still be looking after Press Start, but not looking after the day-to-day content, but we'll still be doing things like the podcast. I'm sure posting in groups, taking down trolls, tweeting sausage dog <laughs> pics and lots of other <laughs> other fun things. Um, but yeah, that means someone will come into my role and I'm sure everything will be smooth and hopefully you don't notice a huge difference, especially if you just listen to this podcast and don't consume a lot of our other daily content. You won't probably won't notice a change at all in that case. Yeah, but I think it's I think it's safe to assume we're going to still see articles from you here and there, maybe in some presence in the Facebook groups and stuff. Like, maybe not the yeah, I, I think much, so. But still, the the yeah. occasional cameo, I'm sure. Yeah, like naturally, I haven't really been reviewing much and stuff for some time anyway. So, like, definitely, I'll be writing about certain things or posting in groups or yeah, stuff like that. It'll just be like the bargain posts that go up daily and breaking news and stuff like that won't be me. But I, I doubt there'll ever be a time where I won't be writing the occasional story. I guess I'll just get to pick and choose a little bit more what I write, which is lucky for me. But yeah, definitely you'll be hearing from me and still listening to my Apescape. I'll probably just write Apescape stories forever more, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, very exciting. Um, congratulations. Um, very excited to see Thank you. Thank you what all eventuates from that and uh, excited for the, the new member of the team as well. Um, Definitely. James, do you want to say anything nice about Shannon? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hope that he is successful in whatever he does. <laughs> and anything, any success he gets, he deserves. Very Look, I'll nice. take that. I hope, I, will. <laughs> I hope you had that recorded. I mean, I really hope you had that recorded. Yeah, we this did. is a podcast after all. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's lovely. Um, no, oh, thank you. As I like, the podcast is definitely one of my favorite things I do each week, and just feels so fun and natural. So I definitely wouldn't give this up for the world. That's it's for sure. it's funny, isn't it? Like for as much as we kind of talk and exchange messages, it's rare that we actually all just sit down and talk about games we've been playing or reviewing or whatever it's like kind of our one opportunity each week to do that um yeah so yeah no glad glad still have you on the podcast congratulations again we're all very excited for you thank you but let's get let's move on to the huge news the real big news really here for the big yeah, exactly. Uh, speaking of video game news, we're not about to talk about any of that. Uh, Kieran, you submitted a review this week, but not for a game, for the Hungry Jack's Bacon meal that was tied in with a Call of Duty skin and double XP code. How was the burger? <laughs> the, yeah, the the burger was all right. I um. I remember telling Shannon that morning I was like it was the it was the day they launched that that new promo with the the bonus 
Call of Duty DLC and I was like, I'm going to go get this. And Shannon was like, write a review. And I kind of like laughed it off. <laughs> and then like, I got home and I was like, <laughs> like, like wrote a paragraph. I'm like, this is funny and sent it to Shannon. I'm like, you didn't mean for me to actually write one, right? And he's like, no, like deadly serious, like do it. And so, yeah, <laughs> so that's what I did. And I had a bit of fun with it. Um, but uh, as far as the actual like food content goes, uh, it was Hungry Jack's. So it was, uh, it was all right. Slightly cold. If uh, it was a little bit, it was a little bit, <laughs> it was what? a little bit cold. <laughs> did I you was, go pick it up? I don't or know did if you we have it delivered. I went and picked it up. I'm lucky enough to be living dangerously close to a Hungry Jack's. Yeah. I was going to ask, and I saw a bit of confusion about this too, and we were confused today. Like, what was the process of getting the code? It's just emailed to you, isn't it? Like, there's no yeah. COD branding on the packaging. No, there's li- it's like, as far as anyone could tell, just a standard, like, bake- oh, what is it? Baconator Deluxe Meal. Um, but then you get yeah. the, the code in your inbox. I will say, as far as, like, tie-ins go, this is definitely one of the least exciting. <laughs> there's not a lot to it, this one. I'm trying to load the email with the code on it now. Shannon and I shared a meal today. We had, well, we shared a meal. Like we got one of the, the, the beef ones and one of the, the <laughs> you chicken, both ate one chicken side ones of the, like... in like the same <laughs> yeah. order. I think they only <laughs> sent me one code, Shannon. So I might just steal wow. that if that's okay. I know. Go for it. I know. Um, uh, James, your penetrating insight on the burger. I believe you ordered one as well. How, how was your... How did it yeah. tantalize your taste buds or not? Um, I posted a really close-up shot of my Twitter. Yeah, it was almost was, gory. It was gratuitous. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, you needed to I flag really, that. Yeah, I just really wanted to shock people. Um, but, um, and, uh, yeah. Um, show off that portrait mode. I thought you'd broken an, I thought you'd broken embargo on the Callisto <laughs> Protocol preview. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> it was just a screenshot of Resi 2. Um, but, um, <laughs> what was it like? It was good. It was, it's just a Baconator. Um, I preempted it to be dry by adding extra cheese and sauce. But, like, I think, generally speaking, um, <laughs> like I said, no more modern or warfare than the normal Baconator. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, it didn't... I feel like it didn't, It needed to have packed a bit of a punch being a bit more explosive than it was. It I should have done, like, a gunmetal like grey bun. Run of the mill. I, like I, I actually quite enjoyed this... it. It's been ages since I've hungry, had Hungry Jacks. Not since a road trip back from Splendor. I don't think I've had Hungry Jacks. And it hit the spot. The chips were surprisingly good too. I haven't had hungry jacks. Yeah, I, I while, honestly heavy on the salt, is, but I kind of like that. I rated it. I really quite. I I don't really like bacon on burgers. I know that's controversial. So I I could have easily lost wow. the bacon, but the actual chicken itself, the fried chicken on the burger, and just the burger itself just tasted fresh. They didn't didn't, didn't feel soggy. Chicken didn't is feel, actually quite good. It was good. I think it yeah, was fresh I really enjoyed it. They hadn't, they hadn't marked our order as made, and then when we got there, they were like, "Oh shit!" There's half of the stuff in the bag is like not in there. Um, they had to scramble. I just a think bit, like yeah, if you do good. a promo like this, like even with Overwatch, the Overwatch one, give me like yeah. a themed wrapper or like some yeah, like dirty like yeah. novelty like green modern warfare ketchup or some shit. I don't know, like. Burn a skull into the burger, like, <laughs> like ghost's face. Is that is a ghost? I don't know. The guy on the yeah. cover. Um, yeah. You know, whereas this is literally just a fucking meal that they email you a code later. I don't yeah. know. It seems really yeah. povo. And like, I think like, that we can all be- do better. Like as somebody who grew up in like 
when episode one came out and you had like, you could get like Jar Jar Binks Pepsi and like KFC meals that were like Star Wars themed and shit. Like that was the best. Like the products looked like the game they were promoting or whatever. But yeah, this is. I was very. Disappointed. Yeah, I want to be honest. When I when I did <laughs> tell you to review it, Kieran, I was expecting like Call of Duty themed. Yeah. Well, that's why I did. That's why the part. review. <laughs> that's why yeah. the review was more was of a, just a gag than anything else. Um, <laughs> yeah. I once. I, yeah, no, I once. It got, is very low effort. I once got hospitalized as a kid because we. I, we, I got like a, a McNugget meal from McDonald's, and they had like a little grimace toy, and I thought it was like another one of the nuggets because I wasn't paying attention, and like swallowed it. <laughs> So, just for context, wow. it could be worse. Well, that took a turn, it didn't be- it? <laughs> <laughs> We're thankful that you're here today to tell this story. <laughs> All right. Well, well I feel like we could we it? could talk about the Baconator <laughs> at at length, um, but I'm conscious for time, and we do have some exciting stuff to talk about today. That's not junk food related. Um, so, Kieran, staying with you. You weren't just mm. busy reviewing progress this week. You also previewed God of War Ragnarok, a game that I think all of us are excited about. I'm certainly very excited about it. Based on what you can speak about, what you've played of the game so far, how is it shaping up? Um, I mean, yeah, it's like like you said, based on what we can talk about so far is 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 kind of the difficult thing because it's um it's a it's a very big game and and what we can speak about so far is i guess maybe like the first five or six hours um and those particular Mm. five or six hours of the game out of everything most closely represent i guess like the original or not the original but the the previous Mm. one so it it feels very very familiar in those opening moments um Mm. and i I don't want to spoil too much of the story either even in in those bits but essentially uh the the bulk of it has uh you like kratos and atreus uh, in one of the new realms in Svartalfheim, um, doing very God of War stuff, you know, canoeing around, doing environmental puzzles, engaging in combat, all that kind of stuff. Um, but uh, like, it's it's good in the sense that you kind of you you get a good idea of where the the slight changes are, where the improvements are um, in just the stuff that's kind of one to one with the last game. So like the combat feels very familiar but kratos has like a couple of new abilities he can like charge up the elements on his weapons and um there's a little bit more interaction with the people that he's like with atreus like different arrow types and stuff um there's a lot more like verticality and everything and all the exploration um he can use his like blades of chaos that he picked up in the last game or like re picked up in the last game to like scale heights or, or get down off ledges real quick um there's some cool new like progression stuff where you can level up your abilities that you're using by using them more and then you can modify them once they reach certain tiers which is really really cool um but it's yeah again like the this this particular part of the game it's it's more about what they've kind of refined and improved from the last one um Mm. more so than what they're adding new into this one which comes a bit later um so it's yeah it's kind of it's kind of tough to talk about but i guess like the other big thing is it looks even that early on just looks incredible. Um, it was interesting going in because uh, one of the things that they've spoken about a lot is that they're making this game primarily for people with a PS4 because that's where most of their fan base is. That's where most people played the last game. And so they're like, you know, they've said early on they want to support those those people more than anything. So there's not really a lot of like what you would call like new gen features. There's no like ray tracing or anything crazy like that. Um, but on the PS5, you just get this like immense level of detail. Like they have specific character models for the PS5 version that just look absolutely phenomenal. And the landscapes look amazing. 
Um, and uh, I'm sure if you go to the Press Start website, you can you can read Shannon's piece on the the visual modes as well, which is really really cool. They're kind of continuing mm. the tradition of those PlayStation first party visual options where you get um, actually Shannon is probably better to describe it because I can't remember off the top of my head what the base one is. Um, it's I think 1080 for, for, for visual. Uh, for I, don't, I, think, I don't know resolutions, but I think it's I think it's dynamic. I'm assuming 60, oh, so yeah. like somewhere between like 1440 to checkerboarded 4K or something. It, yeah. I think it was James that said, and I agree that like we've had a lot of games this year where there's been like a very clear quality difference between like visual and performance, mm. but. I think you'd struggle to tell the difference like visually with any of them, which is the impressive thing. Like there's there's almost no visual drop with yeah, I fidelity. Think it was quite obvious with Horizon. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, 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 hugely. Yeah. So much. Here. Yeah. Yeah, they fix that a little bit in Horizon now, but yeah, no, definitely like it it yeah. feels like it's just the resolution thing. Like they're just sort of managing the res- like the dynamic resolution a bit in the performance mode. And then you just get like a full four K in the other mode. Um, which I've been playing. I've been playing in the the resolution with uh, the 120 hertz option. So essentially it's 40 frames per second. And I think it's unlocked as well. Um, so if you're using VRR, yeah, like if, you have a compa- if you have a compatible TV and HDMI 2.1, et cetera, um, you get basically 4K 40 with like sometimes even better frame rates, which is really, really cool. Yeah, yeah I, I, love I, I, love I really got those I didn't think we'd see this. Too. Yeah, yeah I, it's, I didn't think we'd see this at launch. Even even with like four options now, like this is starting to get almost more into um, PC level of obviously not quite to that extent, but edging towards that sort of realm of kind of customization, um, which I, I like. I think give people control and I feel like collectively these games when we're wanting to kind of easing people into more kind of options and settings and being able to tweak it to their liking. Um personally i'm always kind of shooting for the higher frame rate at the cost of resolution um and i like that there's a couple of different options that, to do that now you're not just kind of locked at a 60 mm. fps mode and that's that's it um i'm kind of keen to tinker around with this like this higher frame rate performance mode um and see what that looks like as well but um yeah i struggle to see me playing any game again at 30 fps if i can avoid it which i know is a bit of a sore spot at the moment um, well I, I think we can we can safely say with this like i feel like there's absolutely no reason why anyone would play in 30 like i'm someone who doesn't really mm. care that much to be honest but i can't see a reason why you would play this in 30 yeah not uh, yeah Maybe if you had a massive TV and it, the kind of lower resolution really stood out. I don't know. But, yeah, I don't no, think that's going to be I feel like yeah. the 40 option is still better. Like, yeah. Yeah. The 4K which is like, Which is, like, also yeah. why I'm like, why offer? Because what is it? The There's, 30. like, six options. Yeah, like... Mm. There must be know. some fidelity. I, I think sacrifice. it's because it you, you really... I think we were always saying. You like, need VR, I, kind of wish, I think, to... Yeah. True. Yeah, that's true. That's what Anyhow, worries sorry. me now about games <laughs> is like I play them and I think they look fine, and then everybody else thinks they look shit. But then it turns out it's the VR on my TV because I've I've got that a lot yeah. with Elden Ring and Plague Tale. Um, a lot of people talk about the performance on that, but I didn't see those issues. But then apparently they happen, even which is like weird, crazy to me. Like, 
Yeah, I had issues with that with The Last of Us remake, actually. Like, I couldn't have it on some modes because it would just cause my screen to flicker like crazy. Um, and I tried, like, different HDMI cables and ports and everything and just eventually figured out it was some sort of bug with the game or some sort of compatibility issue. Um, that was actually seemed to kind of affect my console as a whole. It was a bit scary. But anyhow, I digress. Um, I'm keen to go back <laughs> and talk about the, the, the game and the kind of new mechanics. It's, <laughs> yes. it's introduced a little bit more. Because you had me a little bit concerned um, having kind of played those first few, few hours um, that mm. it was kind of feeling a bit samey. I feel like that was kind of my complaint with Horizon Forbidden West and also Dying Light 2. And that like the fact that it was a sequel wasn't really kind of felt until hours into the game. Do you think it is introducing enough new mechanics, enough kind of new hooks in those earlier stages that it does kind of feel like a sequel from the get-go? Or does it kind I, of take a little a little while to hit its stride? I think that, like, I, I think probably one of my favorite things about the, the early hours feeling so familiar, I guess, is... Uh, it doesn't take long for you to sort of be playing the way you would play towards the end of the last game. Um, like it doesn't, like it does strip you off a lot of stuff and there's like a little bit of story context and stuff to it. Actually, like one of my favorite lines in the game is uh, uh, Brock and Sindri, like the, the dwarven uh, blacksmiths from the first game. They like approach uh, Kratos and they're like, what happened to all the like cool armor that we gave you last game or like, you know, last time around? And he was like, he's just like, I used it. And I'm like, okay, cool. That's the context. That's the entire context for not having any of the cool armor anymore. Got used. Um, but like, no, I like, feel like it, that's, it's, that's it's appropriately dismissive as Kratos would be. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's I, cool because yeah. like, sorry. I was going to say, like, it's, it's so hard to talk about without talking about after that yeah, the first five yeah. hours. But I feel like it's, it, it, it really sort of starts to... to at, the, at the end of where we can speak to in the preview, felt like the perfect time to start changing it yeah. up. I don't know if we can even say that. But I feel like, yeah, it knows when what it's doing and feels like yeah. it, it knows what it's doing pacing-wise and when to, when to start changing it up a bit. Yeah. It, it, like Kieran said, like, you're not just as powerful as you were in at the end of the first game like it takes that into context and you can feel that the stakes are already a lot higher than they were at the start of the first game so it it feels like a good continuation of it but if you've just finished a playthrough of the first game like i know you have you and i could totally see Mm. how the first five hours might feel a little bit more same-ish not in a bad way but just you would feel like this feels like the first god of war initially i also think if you're trying to play it like the first game um and you're not utilizing the elements properly, um, it can feel yeah. very uh, repetitive and sluggish. Because yeah. with the axe, you probably, a lot of people, I think, will just want to use that probably from the get-go. But like the idea of burning stuff so that you can then do more damage to it with the axe and vice versa with the chains, um, it's really important that you kind of take all that in and do it properly, because otherwise, yeah, the I combat really like the first game was pretty good at training you to do that. Like, no, I mean, the final I don't know. kind of boss fight with Boulder, like he's switching between fire and ice. There's more, and yeah. To switch between your weapons to defeat. I think it's more ingrained in the. It's more ingrained in like the yeah. general combat this time around, though. And there's like, um, okay, yeah. 
there's lots of status yeah. effects happening yeah. and there's enemies that have yeah. like certain like shielding on their health bars like based on elements and stuff so it's it's yeah okay it gives you like that sounds like it's it kind, kind of, of like quite well then off what it yeah in the first it kind of assumes that you know what you're doing like it obviously has an, it, tutorials and stuff but it kind of you know works off the fact that you you know sort of what to expect and then just kind of like twists it a little bit which i think is good all right Nice, I like that. Um, in terms of like the continuation of things, um, James, I might throw this question to you, since you've played a bit as well. Um, what, like, how, where does it pick up in terms of the story? I'm not sure if I'm quite clear on that. Like, is it picking up right where the first game ends? Is there a bit it of a time It takes place jump? after the first game. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> is that as much as this was a video podcast. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't. We all just went wide eyed. <laughs> I can't I can't tell you exactly in terms of like not that I can't tell you, just I literally don't know. Um but I there think has it's been very soon after, isn't it? No, nah, it's a some few time years. has clearly some time has passed. Um yeah. like Atreus is older. I don't know yeah. if that changed that apparently his voice broke halfway through like recording or something, so I had to go back and pitch yeah. it all. Pitch it all yeah. crazy thing. sound mixing. Um, <laughs> but he does look older. Um so I, I yeah, but then I don't know. Kids grow up so quickly these days, you know? So it's hard to say. <laughs> on the TikTok and... <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> on the TikTok. I, I'd love if there was, like, a scene of, like, Kratos glancing at Atreus and he's on his phone scrolling through TikTok. He's like, can you do oh, my boy. be real or something? Uh, like, yeah, I, don't <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's coming up. <laughs> I'd love if they added that to photo mode just as a bit of a gag. That'd be great. Um, cool. I feel like I've kind of got out of you all that I'm going it's to be tough. able to. There's so much more I want to say. It is. It's hard. I can tell. Yeah. Just the fact that you're holding back tells me a lot, though. There are that, some, that kind there of, are that tells me like, you've got things you're excited, I, I hope, excited to talk about that you can't. So that, that's good. There's really and good genuinely, surprises. we've not had any, like, a conversation off, off air. So, like, I, it's, this is it. This is uh, as much as I've talked I'm, to you about the game. Yeah, like, I'm really to keen to see how you handle <laughs> the review, Kieran, because it's pretty much anything after that point. I just don't really know how you talk about it at any point. You can obviously speak to oh, without it spoiling as a whole, stuff. But, well, it's not even they're not even spoilers, right? But it's like I guess no, they are. They are. The first spoilers. game gameplay famously spoilers. had gameplay 100%. spoilers. Yeah, hundred percent. Like the the fact. I mean, we've obviously spoken about it, but like. The Hell Blades, the Blades of Hell, the Fire The Blades of Chaos. What are they called? Blades of Chaos, thank you. Um, yeah. Like that That was kind of a major beat yeah. in the game. Yeah. That was less yeah. story driven yeah. and more kind of about like, yeah, just wait yeah. for like the there's, there's definitely Yeah, there's definitely things. just going to happen. Obviously sentimental and symbolic as well, but like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's going to be an interesting one because there's definitely things that like, if I read it, I would be like, I'd... I'm disappointed that I read that ahead of time, yeah. but you know, yeah. I want to guess now, but I don't much. know if I want to do that to myself or yeah, nah. anyone listening that may we have, have to like, turn our cameras nah, off wanna... and then just, nah, I'm yeah, gonna, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm going to talk about this later. I'm just, it's, thinking, um, I'm, you know what? Yeah, I'm not yeah, going to say anything. Move, yeah, move I have, I so, suddenly have a little hope of what happens in the game, too but much. I don't want to do anything. Um, all right, let's, uh, let's move on. in it. Yeah, it's it's in the same universe as... They merge into a super god called Jelly. (laughs) Real talk, though. Like, if you were Kratos and you were fighting, like, clickers, that would be dope. I want that mod. I'm sure that's Um, coming. Some DLC event. 
<laughs> All right, James, let's move on and talk about a game you reviewed this week, which was Bayonetta 3. Um, it's been in the news a bunch recently, given the voice actors' complaints. I don't know if you want to touch on that at all. I don't think we've ever spoken about it on the podcast. But how has the final product turned out? How is the game? <clears throat> yeah, a um, bit touch and go for me at the beginning, because it's very different. Um but I thought about it and I kept playing it and it just kept getting better. And I was like, what am I like upset about? Like, cause I kind of, do you know what I mean? Like it was, it's not exactly the same as the first two. And I was like, yeah, but like, do I want more of that? You Does know? it need to be? Um, yeah. And that's kind of, and I, uh, I'm going to say this because I know someone's going to roll their eyes, but I'm just going to say it. Like, <laughs> I think sometimes with some sequels, when you get more of the same, it's not necessarily as good as you thought it could be, which is how I felt about like, say Forbidden West. Um, yeah, but then you like can say, say that. it's fine. Yeah, I know, but like I feel like Shannon, like he's probably not listening anyway. It's fine. We'll move on. So like <laughs> I, I just think like the first two, Shannon, were you listening? Games, I'm not convinced you were. Um, he, I don't yeah, think I don't he was. Think he was. He <laughs> 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 submitted in the chat. Everybody, <laughs> <laughs> but he wasn't. So that's that's fine. He, he was staring off <laughs> his face. It's all right. I'm used to it. Um. So <laughs> yeah. So Bayonetta three. It's a very different game to the first two. Um, but it still has, like, that, I guess, like, feel and spirit and charm that the first two games had. Um, I know there was a, b- a lot of, like, apprehension, because obviously the voice actress has changed. Um, I, if you're a, a fan, I wouldn't worry about it. I think it actually makes a lot of sense in the context of the story that the that the voice actress has changed as well. Because um, oh. there's a lot of Bayonettas now. Um, oh. Which is, like, in the trailer. Like, that's not a spoiler. It's in the first not just three. trailer. No, there's many. It's mu- they're going multiverse. Um, <laughs> you're laughing, but that's literally what it is. But it's really good. Like, they do it really well. I was really um, just laughing at my shit joke, but it's fine. Oh, okay. Well, I didn't laugh at that. But um, <laughs> I think I it tell. is fantastic, and you should definitely try it. Um, it is a bit of a shame of the drama that's kind of overshadowed it. Um, but regardless, I think, yeah, regardless of which side you come down on in that in that whole situation um the uh, everyone else who made this game definitely deserves to be rewarded or praised for it because it is very good um nice i always worry as well when it's a different team like this is quite a different team to people who made the first two and it's obviously it also is quite evident based on how it plays but like it's still yeah just as good um and i love it i think it was really good i gave it a nine um there are some boss battles that are a little bit like pace breaking, <laughs> um, right? Because obviously, whoever directed this really likes Godzilla. I'll just leave it at that. Um, and those, <laughs> and those battles, just... yeah, yeah, yeah. And those battles are very slow. Um, but generally speaking, yeah, really fun from beginning to end. Doesn't overstay its welcome. Shitloads of stuff to unlock and replay if you're a score chaser, which most people who play platinum games probably are. Yeah, give it a shot. Nice. Most Is fun there... fifteen hours you'll have this year, maybe. Wow. So. Big coal. <laughs> you could eat a lot of baconators in 15 hours. You could, um, right. That, I mean, that's not as fun. <laughs> and you'll be severely dehydrated afterwards. But you can do that if you want. It, like, how, how, is, how is the story in Bayonetta? Like, how, how does it develop in the third? So this one is about... Um, the first game was about fighting angels. The second game was about fighting demons. This one is about fighting man-made bioweapons. Um... The story is nonsensical. It is a Japanese game. 
after all. <laughs> um, but, like, I did find this one to be the most intriguing because it does tie back into the older games a little bit. Um, and there's a lot of mystery about, like, where these bad guys came from and stuff. Um, and there's a new mm. character called Viola. And you can she's playable for about two or three of the 12 chapters. Um, and there, there's a big mystery surrounding who she is because, obviously, she's popped in from another multiverse, but she knows Bayonetta and stuff. And she plays quite differently to Bayonetta. Um, but, yeah, I think, like... While the ending is a little bit cliche and very predictable, I think the journey to get there is still quite good. So that, I still found it quite engaging, more so than two, especially. Um, yeah, yeah. It sounds like it's a game to have a lot of a lot of fun with. It's a bit like DMC. Like I feel like you don't really you're not there for the story. Like you're really just there for the spectacle and the action and to see what crazy situations these characters get themselves into. And this yeah. game delivers like in spades on that front. Like awesome. It, does it require to have you played the, either of the first two games? Mm, no. Like, you don't have you to. You kind of jump in. You could definitely jump in. Like, there's some characters who you like... Just having that history is nice, but you definitely don't have to. Like, there's no, like... Okay. Not a lot there's of... enough kind of set up that you kind of stuff. follow yeah. who, who's who. Yeah. Okay. They, they cool. pretty quickly establish all that stuff, so... My Switch is, uh, has been a bit... Collecting a bit of dust since Metro Dread, so I've been thinking I about mean, picking something else I understand up for that. it. Yeah. Anyhow, I thought maybe this might have been it. I do have other games I need to ask you about, James. Um, the first one being the Callisto Protocol, which you had a preview of as well that you published this week. Um, I know it's a game that you're very excited for. How are you feeling after having sampled it a bit? Um, yeah, it was a hands-off preview, <laughs> so... Um, right okay that would have been a bit of like blue balls kind of <laughs> yeah. like i just want to yeah. play it give me um, the controller literally um yeah i i didn't realize there was so much to it in terms of your defense options that's probably the thing that stood out to me the most is um you can dodge and block enemy attacks if you tap the stick the right direction and stuff and i think that's quite cool um mm. but once again i feel like if i could play it i could probably get a better feel for how good or reliable it was um yeah I think it genuinely looks quite good. Uh, I don't know. I just don't know about if there's more to it than what we've seen. Because I feel like every trailer I watch for this game now is the same. Like, it's like man walking through dark corridor, shooting at things with one gun. It's all the pistol. Um, sometimes picking up things with the telekinesis. You know, like, I just feel like there's just like yeah. the gun, the baton. I feel like we've seen the same, like different variations of the same trailer, like 20 yeah. times. Like every opportunity yeah. there is to show a slight tweak to the trailer, they've taken it. Like give us a weapons trailer or give us, I don't know, an enemy trailer just to show us a bit more of stuff. Um, yeah. I'm wondering if it's very bad, but it, it could be like Resi 7 where I feel like they give you, very, it's very much like very, What's the word? Like, they've built this really cool engine and this cool system, but they only have, like, three enemy types and a few weapons. And then the sequel mm. goes full out. Um, but, yeah, like, I, I, I'm excited for it still. Um, I just want to see more, like, in terms of the weaponry or, like, the powers or if the enemy types are different at all. So, yeah. Cool. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, how much of the, how much of the enemies one. did you see? Did you see much anime variety at all? Like, I saw a human fleshy man, a fat fleshy man, who you can't pick up with telekinesis because he's heavy. <laughs> and I saw a... <laughs> wow. You know, the Sorry, I don't know why He's so trying funny. his best. He's so rude. <laughs> um, uh, and then I saw, like, a crawling fleshy man, which was who was fast, so you couldn't hit him as well. 
Um, okay. So a lot of flash. Looked a bit Lots like the Baconator pick that I posted. Um, <laughs> <laughs> one cool thing is... the one cool thing. Yeah. The one cool thing about this is um, there's no... I don't think there's dismemberment in the same way that Dead Space has it. Um, with this game, like, if you... After doing a certain amount of damage, a little thing appears on your enemy, and if you line up with a shot there, you'll do, like, critical damage to them. Um, which seems cool. Um, I don't know if that's going to be repetitive or not, because that's just... It's this stuff that's, like, really cool. And then you just think about it. If, okay, I play a 10-hour game with this shit. Is it going to be cool for the whole game? Do you know what I mean? Like, that's yeah. my main concern. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think overall it's quite good looking. The mutation thing, I should quickly talk about that. Um, every now and then tentacles burst from like the bodies of the creatures that you're shooting. Um, if you shoot the tentacles, they will the virus gets neutralized and the, they die. If you miss it, they mutate the creatures into like something else. Um, more oh. like, faster and more powerful and stuff. Um, I literally saw in this trailer, like one of the monsters was literally like, grabbed his shoulder and just ripped flesh off his bone. Do you know what I mean? To help himself mutate quicker. Um, so Damn. seeing that is quite cool. Um, but once again, over the course of a whole game, will that get boring or old or whatever? Um, I'm yeah. really interested to see how it goes. Yeah. You want to see more of the game fleshed out. So, so I just want to see more. I just want to play it. Like yeah. that's the other thing as well. Like it's finished. Like a week ago it was finished. Just give me something more. <laughs> Like, Give this man the review code. Sounds like what he's after. Maybe. I don't know. Give me a level <laughs> to play. I just want something. Uh, well, I should ask you as well about the other game that you played. Another horror game, no no less. Uh, the Dark Pictures, The Devil in Me. I thoroughly enjoyed The Quarry earlier this year. Um, but how is Supermassive's next horror game looking? I'm out of breath. Um, so, I Sorry, really... you're going on a tear right now. You're talking about a lot of games. Yeah, I know. Um, dark pictures. I went into this kind of being like, oh, another one. But I came out of it being like, oh, can't fucking wait. Another one. Um, no, yeah. Like, finally, another one. <laughs> DJ um, Carl. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so this one is it's obviously called The Devil in Me. Um, TV crew goes to a hotel that's been done up to look like the H.H. H. Holmes Hotel, which is a real-life thing that happened. A crazy guy killed people, like, by putting them in a hotel that had, like, you know, like, impossible spaces and corridors that led nowhere. Like, it was a real thing. Look it up. It's very interesting. Um, huh. But, yeah, so this is TV crew. They all have their equipment and stuff, like the sound girl um, has her, like, directional microphone. Um, and that's the big thing about this game is it has an in inventory system now. So... I've got the feeling that everybody's going to be in this mansion for the whole game and then you can visit different spots as different people because they have different abilities, which kind of makes it closer to like a resi game um, more so than anything else, um, which I think is really cool. Um, I do think maybe they might lose a bit of the casual audience that these games appeals to in doing that, but I also really respect that they've done something different with it, you know? Um and it was pretty scary. Like, I had to stop it twice. Um, wow. I was, like, I was playing it by wow. myself at night. Um, oh, there's a problem. You should you should play with friends. Well, you, well, this game is designed to be played with friends. So, it, like, I am, will be doing that. Um, okay. All right. But, yeah. Sounds like splitting hairs. No. It, well, I'm just telling the truth. So, um, <laughs> yeah. Like, I... It's... Yeah. Some really good... Really... There's still some jump scares and stuff. But, overall, it's... um. More about like that creepy kind of tension kind of horror, um, mm. 
I'm excited to see it get gorier because this this whole thing is like there's animatronics that are built to kind of sell this idea of a theme park, um, but the animatronics are built kind of with real people as well. Like it's this kind of gross like mix, and there's a lot of like situations in the game <laughs> to be like sore, and I think that's what will be really cool when you play this with friends is you'll get to these situations where, like, you might both be in a trap saw style and you will have to fuck each other up to get out or something and, like, it'll become almost like a co- like a competitive multiplayer game in those situations. Um, mm. Whereas I feel like all of the other Supermassive games have kind of been you're working together to get out. Um, whereas in this, I think you might have to kind of do the dirty on your friends to actually survive. But we'll see. Cool. I, when is this coming out again? Remind me. November. Oh I my think god, it's so soon. The same, same day as Pokemon, I think, or the day before. November 14th-ish. Jeepers. 19th, wow. maybe, rings a bell. That is soon. I need god, more time. There's a, lot, there's a lot in November too, isn't there? Yeah, so big much. Month. 18th of November. Nothing's going to drag me games. away from Sonic Frontiers. <laughs> I'll see it. Very uh, much so. Yeah, good luck. Good luck with that, Kieran. <laughs> um, all right. Well, I have a rapid fire question for you all today. In the spirit of Halloween and all this talk about horror games, James, what is your favorite horror game of all time? James, let's start with you. Um, Tough one for you. You've played a lot. Is it a Resident Evil game? You're just trying to pick your favorite. No, nah, it's game? not. It's not. Ooh, I don't know. I, I don't. Mm. As a game, Resident Evil, like the two thousand and two GameCube one, but like right. in terms of something that actually scared me, like I lost sleep, physical sleep, <laughs> probably Phys- not just like physical. Sleep. No, I, I physically <laughs> lost sleep. Like it, like the the game affected it me outside affected of the game. You, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Like, I'd probably say, like, Silent Hill 3. Okay. Yeah. What was yep. it about the game that scared you so much? Someone that's I don't know. It was just fleshy it. and wet. And I wasn't... I didn't realize I actually really <laughs> liked that at that point. Um, so, I was just discovering myself. <laughs> nah, actually, do you know what? Resi 7, though, scared me a lot, too. See, now, oh now I don't know. <laughs> You're just going through every Silent Hill game with every Resident Evil. <laughs> no, in existence. Move on. Let's move to someone else. Suddenly so think about every game that's fleshy and wet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, literally. Uh, Kieran, what about yourself? What's your favorite horror game? Uh, I'll I'll probably go a little bit older and and say Parasite Eve 2 is like probably one of the most memorable ones for me in terms of like how creeped out I was by it at the time. I was quite young, so fairly creeped out. Yeah. Shannon? Um, I could easily go a lot of the the older yeah PS one horror games, but like Siren Blood Curse on PS three is, is a game that oh, yes. like one of the Siren first. Good yeah, too. good choice. Yeah, a really really good really good game. Fatal Frame is also quite good. Now that I'm thinking about it, that scared the shit out of me too. There's so many, it's so good. Yeah. <sighs> um. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not sure. I'm. I obviously wrote this question, so I've had the most time to think about it, but I'm still not sure where I fall. <laughs> Um, I think I'm going to say Is it one you played with friends? No <laughs> I mean I was going to say Resident Evil 7 Although I wasn't, it wasn't longer that I said Resident Evil 3 Remakes are my favourite of Resident Evil 7 is scary 
But seven's seven good. is genuinely scary. Seven's like, really good. Yeah. Especially um, and I love I love that I, it still gets wacky, but it has moments where it's like this is just if, like a crazy cult family and this is shitting me. Yeah. If if we're talking purely like what has scared me the most, I think PT is like the game that has made oh, yeah. me like audibly scream above anything else, to be honest, still. Yeah. James says no. Made me real freaked out that that demo. Mm. I'm disappointed I missed out on the Silent Hill chat last week. I take it you're pretty excited, James. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm like, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> like, I just want to. <laughs> yeah. Is that an understatement or are you? I don't know. I don't sure? know. I honestly don't know. I was like up and I'm very up and down on the remake, but the new I, game. I, I feel think like it's fantastic. come and gone yeah, with a whimper F-Sense as well, cool. to be honest. Sorry, what was that, Shani? I feel like it's come and gone with a whimper. I feel like for all the hype surrounding the rumors and stuff, it's kind of faded. Yeah, I thought going to be more, more like they were never going to be chatter. like, here's five games. They're all out now. Let's talk about them for the rest of our year. I know, like, I, I know. know but you know what mind. I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, little, but not really. We thought we were getting a demo, though, didn't we? I guess that didn't materialize. Yeah, I thought I was going to get a demo for Resi and Silent Hill, but I got nothing. <laughs> didn't you dirty games? Dust. Literally. I mean, the, the Resident Evil expansion's out, like, real soon, though, right? Yeah, I'll have more Resident Evil to play very soon. It's downloading as we speak. <laughs> no. Oh, wait, wait, is it out? Oh, shit, is it out tomorrow? Tomorrow. Yeah. Damn, that's exciting. Too yeah. much happening. Right. Too much happening. Too much. too much happening. Speaking of too much happening, this is uh, becoming a long podcast, and we're yet to have played What the Wiki, the Press Up podcast game show, where the previous week's winner reads part of Wikipedia page for an unknown game, and we, the contestants, must guess the game. The first to guess two games correctly wins the round and takes home the points. Uh, last week, I'm informed that James won yet again, so he's sitting pretty comfortably in 13 points at the moment in the lead. Brody on 10, myself and Shannon tied on 7 points apiece, Kieran on 2, and Harry and Stephen tied on nil point. Um, as last week's winner, James is today's host. Are we are we increasing the stakes here? Are we doubling points now? Or it's up to you guys. I don't care. Just work it out amongst yourselves, and we'll go. Let's double it. I think it's, it's time to double game. it. Double it. No, okay. Double. Rewarding let's double two. it. That's normally the way. Five for right. me. Let's <laughs> let's do it. There's two points up for grabs today for the first person to get two games correctly. Let's do it. James, take it away. Okay. These three games are from an anonymous donor, just so we know. <laughs> so, oh. Anonymous <laughs> donor? Do you think that was the wrong on word? Did you get a kidney off them as well? Like, <laughs> Yeah. I stopped by the sperm pack on the way here. <laughs> That's why I was late. Um, are we ready? Yeah. Cool. Um, the game is a physics-based sandbox game that, in its base game mode, has no set objectives. The player is able to spawn Shannon. non-player character... I feel like I heard Shannon. I think there's I a weird delay which could anything. really get... <laughs> there's a weird delay for me tonight which could really get in my way, I feel. Oh, it, um, excuse is already starting. Like, yeah, what I is know. This? Is it Disney Infinity? No, it's not. Let me know when I'm back. No, let's keep going. Um, the player is able to spawn non-player characters, ragdolls and props, and interact with them by various means. Using the physics gun, ragdolls and props can be picked up, rotated, and frozen in place. The individual Kieran. limbs of ragdolls can... Yes, Kieran. Is it Gmod? 
It is Gmod. Congratulations. Yes. I was... I've never even heard of that. What is it? I was Gary just on honing in on that. Oh. One, okay. two, K-bomb is coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> okay. There's Are a we ready? New phone notification alert for you, Kim. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just for what I'm calling. Yeah. <laughs> okay. This is, this is, yeah. The game is a fighting game based on sapient four legged hoofed creatures from the world of Phonum, which is being threatened by the return of carnivorous beasts known as predators. It's an indie fighting game developed by Main Six and published by Maximum Games. Atypical of most fighting games, Kieran. it features a cast of. Yes, Kieran. Is it them fighting herds? Is <laughs> that fighting herds? What wow, well oh done, Kieran. Double points, good Kieran. Double points, and he's he's here for it. What did he's you say arrived. the game was called? Them fighting, them herds. fighting herds. <laughs> them fighting herds. Literally, never heard of it in my life, but it sounds. I amazing. literally looked at a copy of that game today. <laughs> wow! So that was that was very prescient. Thank you. Turns out like the fighting was was Karen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's got that vibe about it, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, I, I do like this double points thing. I reckon we kind of keep escalating this just to keep the end of the season spicy and put James under a little bit of pressure because obviously democracy is going to rule here. <laughs> We're going to beat out James and every time. Um, but Kieran, let's bump you up to four points. So already putting the pressure on yeah. myself and Shannon, I feel. Very exciting. Um, but we will all be competing next week for those for those points. Uh, with that, though, let's bring an end to what was this week's episode of the Press Start Podcast. Subscribe to us on Listener or the podcast service of your choice. Follow us at Press Start AU and visit the site at pressstart.com.au. We've been joined today by Shannon. You can follow me at shancake underscore on the Twitter. And please do. <laughs> We've also been joined today by Kieran. Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at H-A-S-H underscore B-R-A-U-N. Do it. And last but not least, it was James. Uh, yep, you can find me on Twitter at James, A-T-J-A-M-Z. If you do anything this week, make sure you go and see a close-up pic of my burger on my Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Can you not say a close-up pic of my burger like that? Yeah. <laughs> I think the, it's going to have one of those burger. tags. You know when this image may be offensive, you've got to click it to actually see it. Maybe yeah. that's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Uh, and I've been your host, Ewan Roxburgh. You can follow me on Twitter at Ewan underscore Roxburgh. Thanks again for tuning in. And until next time, happy gaming. Bye. Bye. Bye.